factored in to these responses because that is really how we experience anxiety. You know, you have that that, that tightness in your chest, these the uh, tight stomach, these sensations that that are sort of this intermediary between what you might experience in the future, what you imagine you might experience in the future, and what you're feeling uh, right now. And I wanted to look at that and. And I went to the Huberman Lab at Stanford University, uh, and, and Andrew Huberman is this just amazing neuroscientist out there, uh, and you know definitely check out his work. Uh, and what he does is he dunks people in uh, uh, to swim with great white sharks in a virtual reality environment where you're swimming with the sharks, and it should trigger a fear response in people who are especially susceptible to 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 um, this thing and they have like a mild panic attack maybe or like a like this these sensations of anxiety in them and by exposing them to these stimulus over and over again Andrew Huberman makes the connections between autonomic arousal to stimulus and uh, and the stimulus that he's presenting so he has a sort of a standard stimulus for people and over exposure, repeated exposure, people lose their fear of great white sharks now for me when I swam in his vir- with his virtual sharks, I didn't feel that much. I mean, I, I'm not really scared of uh, of like a, a movie of some sharks swimming around. Uh, so I actually had to find later some uh, more vis- things that actually made me more scared uh, than that, which I do find uh, a little later in the book. But I do want to um, segue here because the most important thing that I learned in the in the Huberman lab was where the the neural pathways that encode information in our body, which is really the central concept in uh, the wedge that I think is very worthwhile for people to understand. Uh, And so I'm going to use the example of an ice bath because I think a lot of people can at least imagine what an ice bath would feel like. Uh, So the very first time you experience anything in the world, it has to come in through your peripheral nervous system. It has to come in through your fingers, your skin, your ears, your eyes, right? Because your brain, the center of processing power, is locked inside your skull, floating in a little salt bath up there. So it's sort of locked away. So it needs the sensory system to make sense of the world. And and essentially, everything you ever experience has to come through those pathways, which means uh, that how we make sense of sensation is ultimately these are the bits and bytes that make up human cognition. This is like literally the ones and zeros of our human computer in our brain. Now, the very first time you experience anything, uh, that sensation wires through your peripheral nervous system, uh, rockets up your spinal cord, and ends up in the very lowest bit of your brain, which is the limbic system, the so-called lizard brain. Uh, And if it's a new sensation, let's say this is the first time you dunked into the ice water, this signal comes up with basically a quality you know, there, there's this sensation, but it doesn't have any meaning. It's more or less data, and there's a volume control attached to it. It's like a strong symbol. So ice water rockets in there, and so we know it's a strong value to it. And I like to think of the limbic system as something like a library. And in this library, there is a librarian, and she's got all of these books of previous sensations that she's felt uh, on the wall. And when this signal comes in, the librarian looks at the signal, checks the whole library and says, hey, I've never felt this ice water thing before. And so she doesn't know what to do with it. It's just data. So she kicks it over to this book binding area of the brain called the paralimbic system. And this is like a centimeter away. It's super close. And this is all happening extremely quickly. 
The, the Paralympic system picks it up and this book guy says, okay, great. We have a new sensation. I don't know what it means. So to, to, to define its meaning, it goes around and looks at your current emotional state, your whatever emotion you're, ha you're having. And for various reasons, um, the, the emotion that's associated with cold um, is unmitigated horror, right? And terror <laughs> and, and just the worst thing ever. Uh, and, it, and it's probably because um, the very first thing you experience is going from a warm environment inside your mother to the um, cold environment of the air outside. But anyway, uh, so there is a, like an earlier related symbol out there. But anyway, so you have unmitigated horror and terror for ice water. He, 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 he binds that book, sensation and emotion, kicks it back down to the librarian. He says, great, unmitigated horror. Here's our ice water. And then you go about your business being miserable in the ice water. Now, this is the most important thing of neural symbols is that the next time you jump in ice water or have a similar experience, that signal rockets through your peripheral nerves goes up your spinal cord into